Welcome back to the show. All right, guys. So this week we are going to be talking about beginners and, you know, the ins and outs of, you know, kind of, you know, what to expect as a beginner and, you know, just kind of some resources uh, that you can, uh, you know, go to find. And if you're looking to have new people at your shop, you know, what you can do to kind of make their experience better and to, uh, you know, keep them into the game and, uh, you know, just uh, make the environment, you know, that much better for them. Uh, have with us Justin and Chris. Uh, Jose and um, Brett had uh, some family stuff to do tonight. Uh, and then we also have with us, uh, as a special guest, George from Three Sales Gaming. Thank you so much for coming on. I know it's kind of late uh, over by you. Oh, guys, I really appreciate you having me on. It's worth staying up until 2 in the morning for. I'm really, really grateful to be here. What a legend. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> it awesome. has been that, said. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you're uh, sort of new to the game yourself, and uh, you already jumped into the deep end of content creating, so that's uh, definitely why I wanted to have you on for this episode, because I feel like not only, you know, are you perfect for the show because you're a content creator, kind of given your insight, but also, you know, some of the newer players that might be listening can uh, relate a lot more with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um. so I've been playing, uh, I weirdly, for someone who's kind of set up a YouTube channel and started creating content, I've not even played a game in person yet. I picked up the game the day before the lockdown started in the UK. So I got my starter set and then then the lockdown got declared so i was like oh well what am i going to do here went onto the facebook found the discord started chatting to people there um brett obviously small council radio brett um he actually taught me how to play over tts um i played my first couple of games with him and it was really really enjoyable and i thought oh well, that'll be it i'll just kind of play online and stuff like that and then i realized that um there were barely any resources out there for, for brand new players. I mean, there was on the table gaming had stuff about faction, some kind of basic faction overviews. You guys had the podcast, but like it, it seemed when I was first listening, I, you know, I wasn't picking up a lot of the terminology. I didn't know what was, what was what. And there were other different people producing stuff like the battle reports on YouTube. But um, I was kind of watching them and having to kind of pick stuff up from there. And I was just like, well, you know, this is an absolutely excellent game and I really, really enjoy playing it. How can I help other people who are in a similar position to me? And it was just, the, the answer seemed pretty simple was let's put some videos out there and see if people, see if people enjoy them. And it's gone surprisingly well in a very short amount of time. That's awesome. And then uh, just to kind of side note, right. Uh, real quick. Uh, if you, Anyone listening did not see uh, my posts about uh, tonight's episode. If you are listening live and you call in, the third caller will get a unit box of their choice. If uh, we just happen to have kind of a slow night and we don't have a third caller, then uh, I will definitely find another way to give this unit box away. Uh, I am, you know, kind of trying to get this unit box given away, so I'll definitely find some way, you know, to get it out there uh but yeah third caller and if even if you're the first or second caller i might have something for you so don't uh be too hesitant to call in so uh yeah um so george how uh uh 
how did you end up hearing about Ice and Fire? And uh, what's uh, your wargaming experience like? Uh, so I've been um, I've been reading the A Song of Ice and Fire book since I was 13. I'm 30 now. I turned 30 this year. So what's that? That's 17 years in which time um, th- the first three were out when I first started reading them and only two more have come out since then. So, you know typical George Martin um but yeah that's fine so I'm a massive 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 fan I actually wasn't a bigger fan of the show when it first started I this is going to sound really weird but like I'd been trying to get people to read the books for so many years and then when the show came out suddenly everyone was an expert like no one wanted to read the books then the show came out and everyone was an expert saying oh George you've got to you got to watch this show man you got to watch it and I just didn't watch it for years out of spite and that sounds really ridiculous but um, I really, I just kind of intentionally didn't watch it, and then I caught up with the show, and I've, you know, I've got mixed feelings about it, as I'm sure a lot of people do. But um, yeah, so that was, I've been kind of aware of a song of ice and fire for a long, long time. Love everything about the lore, and um, the game is something that I was per- peripherally aware of when it, when it, the Kickstarter was out. By you know, I wasn't really, I was, I was kind of playing Magic the Gathering a lot of the time. Um, I'd moved away from tabletop stuff. And so I, it wasn't really something that I was planning on buying into. And then, you know, your interests wax and wane. And I got a bit bored of magic and I wanted to get back into tabletop. And this was the first one that popped back into my head. So I checked it out, checked out some videos, decided I really wanted to get in and just kind of dived headfirst in with the uh, Baratheon starter box. Um, but my wargaming history, um, it was something that I could never really afford to do as a kid. We didn't have there wasn't really any money about when, when I was growing up. So I'd be, it, you know, it might be a case of like, as, as almost everyone starts with, I started off with games workshop stuff. It might be that I got a box of something once a year, which was obviously never enough to kind of properly play with. Um, but then as I got older and started earning my own money, um, I got really, really into bolt action for, for a good few years. I absolutely loved it. Um, and then I moved, I moved away to start my PhD and there wasn't enough of a community of bolt action where I was. So I stopped again. Um, but I'm really, really glad to be back into it with a song of ice and fire. Now I think the game system's absolutely incredible. I think it's a lot of fun and the community is really, really great for it as well. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, so as far as your channel goes, uh, yeah. what kind of content uh, do you make and where can people kind of find all your outlets? Um, so it, it, so you, for you to get a proper YouTube URL, you have to have 100 subscribers, which we've got, um, but you also have to be more than 30 days old, which we're not. So um, in... Uh, in seven days time, I will have a proper YouTube URL for you all. But in the meantime, you can go onto YouTube and just search three sales gaming or search, learn to play a song of ice and fire the miniatures game. Mine are the first videos that come up now. Um, so the, and you can find us on Twitch. I do live streaming of, uh, TTS games, uh, other people's TTS games, which I do live commentary for. So you can find that at twitch.tv forward slash the number three sales gaming. Um, so the content I started out with, um, I really wasn't expecting it to go anywhere. If I'm honest, I was expecting no one to be really interested, but I put out, I started recording little kind of 10 to 20 minute videos on TTS of like the first one was how to move your units. It was just the movement actions. It was, it was pivoting, marching, charging, and maneuvering. That was it. 
how you do it, how each how each unit works, how you get yourself across the battlefield. Recorded that, put it out there, and it got like 50 views on its first day. And I was like, oh, this is really nice. And what was really satisfying was the very first comment I got after about an hour of it being live was someone saying, I just picked up I just picked up the game and couldn't find out how to learn to play. I typed in learn to play and your video came up. I can't wait for the next one. So I then started rushing them out. Um, Originally, it was going to be one one every two or three days, but I then started releasing them every day. And within a week, I'd hit 50 subscribers. And like I said, I didn't expect to get any. Um, Those learn to play videos, there's seven of them covering basically every aspect of the game. And the seventh one is a test game between me and Brett, just showing you the first three rounds of a game, how to put it together. And once I'd done those, I was a little bit like, well, you know, what do I do now? What else do beginners need to know? But I also wanted to kind of expand it out into more experienced players as well. So I decided to do faction overviews um, with community members. So I I went onto the Discord and I went into each of the respective channels and said to people, look, I want someone who's experienced with this faction, who's happy to sit and talk to me for an hour to talk about every single unit in a faction just for a couple of minutes each time, but to go into a a good, good amount of depth. And I recorded the first one with on Baratheons, which is my main faction, but I wanted someone else to bring in the kind of Stannis side of the um, Stannis side of the faction. And I recorded it with um, Yannick from Tabletop Warden. And that went really, really well. And we put it out and suddenly I went from overnight, went from 50 subscribers to a hundred subscribers. And this video, like the Baratheon video hit 200 views in two days and it was bigger than all the rest of them put together. And I was like, right, I think we're onto something here. Um, so I've done all of them, but one now, all of them are recorded. Um, almost all of them are released. There's currently Baratheon, uh, Baratheon Lannister, Dark, uh, Night's Watch, Dark, Targaryens. They, they've all been released. Free Folk comes out on Thursday. And then a Neutrals one comes out next Monday. So they've been going really, really well. The channel is like, I mean, you know, they're small numbers compared to obviously bigger YouTubers. But in three and a half weeks, we've gone, we've got 207 subscribers, 4,000 views. Um, so, yeah, I'm really, really happy really really happy with it and really glad to see how much the community seem to value this kind of content that's awesome yeah i mean especially you're not even you know 30 days uh you know old yet with the yeah. channel and you're already you know pumping out the subscribers and the videos you know that's a lot of dedication to get that many videos out in such short amount of time um so uh, do you see yourself, uh, is there any plans for the future for the channel? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so for me, I was, I was talking to my partner about it when I first started doing it and I was like, oh, you know, maybe I'll just do like one a week or something. And then I kind of decided, obviously once I, what I said about, um, that comment asking for more videos got me kind of producing them quickly. And obviously it slowed down since then. That first week was one a week. The beginner series was one a week. And now the faction overviews are two a week. And I think I can probably keep two a week up because I'm not appearing on camera or anything at the moment. There's not much editing that needs to be done. Um, so I can kind of keep up with that. Um, and uh, so that after these faction overviews are done, one of the things that people were asking for was the same thing, but with each faction's tactics deck. 
So I will get the kind of player experts back in and sit and then we'll just do a deep dive into the tactics deck um, again for each faction, probably in the same order, run it straight through. So go over the base tactics deck and then go over the commander cards for each commander. And then we can start. And so that's, that's the first thing that's on the list. And then after that, I'm thinking I'm planning on doing um, like sample lists. So, maybe 45 minutes or an hour for each video again one for each faction and asking the community to submit lists that they've built and then i will discuss those with people um and again so that the idea is that um each of the videos should be accessible for new players but should give experienced players something they want as well so the new players get to see what a faction looks like how their tactics deck works decide if they want to buy them or not whereas the expert players get to hear uh, or the more experienced players get to hear other expert players discussing kind of the in-depth tactics stuff. So it seems to be working well trying to hit those two um, those two sides of the coin. That, and that's really important to me that the channel started off as a resource for new players and it should continue to be that even as it expands. Awesome. And then uh, is it uh, just you currently? Uh, do you have any plans to you know any friends or whatnot you plan to like bring on that are like locals or it's so at the moment it's just me um there is so i'm in manchester in the uk which is in the northwest um there is i mean like i said i've not even played the physical game of the of, of a song of ice and fire yet but i know there's a i know there's a small community around manchester there's a couple of guys at one of the shops i used to play magic at and there's a couple of guys, uh, a shop that's a little bit further out of town in one of the boroughs of Manchester. Um, so I'm going to link up with those guys once, because we're still technically in lockdown over here. Um, some of the restrictions are being lifted, but game shops are just still resolutely closed. Um, gaming stores are still definitely closed. So, um, you know, once, uh, once lockdown's lifted, I'm going to start trying to build more of a community in the city, link up with the players that are already here and having three sales as a platform kind of helps that it helps to organize events and, um, partner up with different groups. So, um, and obviously trying to get my friends into it as well. You know, these are people I haven't seen, you know, we, I haven't seen anyone other than my partner and a few random people when I've been shopping for, you know, nearly three months now. So um, once we're out of lockdown, hooking up with some friends and getting to play, getting to teach them some games, um, it's something I'm really, really looking forward to. I can, uh, I think it's quite admirable how enthusiastic you are for someone who's super new to the hobby. Uh, I mean, you're already, as David mentioned, you know, creating content, but you're creating content specifically for a very targeted audience, which yeah. I think helps the community, like that specific audience that you're targeting, new players is the best and only way to grow a community obviously well, that's, you can't that's just... exactly the way i thought about it as well is that like you know it i found it not not super difficult to get into but, it, but put it this way it wasn't easy for me to get into the into the game and you're right the only way to properly grow something is to make it easier and more accessible for new people so my that's where my enthusiasm is because i'm a teacher as well right i'm an educator this is just this is what i like to do so i get, yeah, I get I think to do that alongside gaming and that's great i think it's incredibly admirable and you're incredibly enthusiastic about it which is thanks great. man i appreciate that's that a, that's the kind of attitude i think everybody needs uh <laughs> i think it's i think it's i think it's very uh uplifting to hear from someone like you especially uh 
I mean, it's 2 a.m. right now, and you're just you're stoked to be here. Oh man, I'm just like you know, I'm just a, a big ball of walking, big walking ball of enthusiasm. At basically, every moment in my life, I'm just like hyperactive all the time. So yeah, I, you know, it's fun, and I get you know, I listen to your guys' podcast. I get to come on and chat to you guys, and that's great. And you know, in a way, for me, this is kind of uh, obviously, I obviously I know Brett's not here, but like this is me in a way kind of paying Brett back a little bit as well because Brett taught me to play, and like you know, you couldn't ask for um, a much better teacher um, for your first five games. And Brett has continued. Brett's basically like my coach now. Like we've been going through the NRG tournament together and every time the pairings come out, I'm like, oh, this is, these are the lists I'm up against. And to put this into perspective, um, not last week, the week before, he was driving to work and he recorded me a video, sent it to me on Facebook saying, these are the strategies you should be thinking about. And so I was like, that, you know, that's so nice for someone to do that to me. That made me getting in much easier. So this is just me passing it on, like coming on the podcast and talking to you guys is one way of passing it on, but also passing the lessons on to other new players is, you know, that's the way the world, that's the way a better world works when everyone passes on what they've got. Oh, of course. I'm going to have to have a talk with Brett, though, because you've hey, played exactly four more videos. games with him than I have. <laughs> <laughs> you We're going to have a fight. Sounds a little worse. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, TTS, TTS <laughs> is, a, is a beautiful system for us all to be using, right? That's, I mean, that's the only way I've got through to him is, um, is getting to play on TTS. Um, and yeah, he's been, he's just been incredibly helpful. And like, I couldn't have asked for, you know, this is, you know, cause I didn't know who he was when we first started playing. And then I started seeing, I'd seen that he'd won Gen Con and I was like, holy, you know, I, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to swear on this or not. So I'll avoid swearing, but I was like, Jesus, this is, um, <laughs> You know, this is the guy that won this massive tournament, and here he is spending three hours with me over two rounds of the game teaching me how to play, and that was really, really great. Um, and it's put me in good stead. And like he came and recorded the Night's Watch video with me, and he recorded the last part of the Beginners series with me. Um, so like he's just, you know, every anything I've asked of him, he's he's been happy to come and do in order for us to help grow the community. And you guys doing the podcast is really helping that as well. And like. I think we're starting to, and obviously with the release of the A Song of Ice and Fire Guilds today, which is great, um, I, we're starting to get towards that point where we're starting to get like a critical mass of of content creators. We're starting to get, another, but there's still a hunger for it, right? There's still people want more and more and more of this stuff. So the more of us that are doing it and the more of us that are collaborating and pairing up together is, is great because it helps grow the community. And that's the way we keep the game that we're enjoying alive and well is getting more players into it and i think you're only going to be helping us everyone to do that so that's wonderful oh, I, I really appreciate that man thank you yeah and uh as you were mentioning uh the ice and fire uh, guild so uh anyone that did not see all the teasers and spoilers and then today finally the you know grand reveal of uh uh a-s-o-i-a-f guild.com so obviously I'm, I'm sure you guys all know what that stands for but that is what you would type in uh, and the link should be in all of the um, posts I made for this uh, episode definitely check it out it is amazing the collaboration between all the different content creators and the page just looks beautiful so definitely the website go check is it out absolutely gorgeous I just need I need to throw that in there the website looks incredible yeah and uh, I'm not going to lie, uh, 
small council cannot take credit for the design of the page. Uh, that definitely goes to some of the other content creators out there. Um, but we definitely tried to help uh, in any way we could. But yeah, the page, you know, the page looks amazing. I am, you know, I was shocked when I first uh, saw the sample of the page, you know, because you think, you know, something something like this, you know, it might not look all that, like, professional, you know, just try to get something together. But these uh, content creators are, like, super talented, and the stuff that they can create is just amazing. Uh, so definitely check it out if you guys haven't. Uh, the link should be in the description. Uh, and if not, we're definitely going to be promoting it quite a bit over the next uh, week to try to get, you know, the word out that the channel exists. But, yeah, uh, back to uh, kind of, you know, the you know topic of the night. So where would uh, you point people other than obviously your, you know, awesome channel that is like devoted to it <laughs> where else would you uh kind of point people in the direction of kind of videos and articles and whatnot for new players to kind of you know figure out uh you know the ins and outs uh so for brand new players i think i think i'd split this into a couple of a couple of places right for brand new players um i would send them first to on the table gaming's website like chase has done a a really good job and actually chase is chase recorded the free folk faction overview with me we recorded that on sunday it comes out on thursday um obviously chase is like the biggest of the content creators among us and is you know someone that i looked to when i first started the channel was that's what i'm aiming for i want that kind of impact um and the, the on the table gaming site was where I first learned about the factions. It's where I found out about, you know, the different play styles and stuff. I was kind of, I, you know, I knew the play style I had from other games and I wanted to find out um, what factions kind of lined up with that. And that, this was before I found the discord and could kind of ask anyone about it. Um, and on the table gaming had a lot of the faction breakdowns in article form. And that was really, really good. That helped me decide where I wanted to jump in. Um, so that was really, really great. And I think as players, and then, uh, then I would point them to my stuff cause that maybe brings them up a little bit more. And then I would start suggesting to people, obviously the, the, the new song of ice and fire guild is going to be a really, really great place for this. I would start sending people towards battle reports. So blitz minis battle reports. I really, really enjoyed. I really enjoyed gorilla miniatures uh, battle reports as well. And then, then your guys podcast, because that was giving the kind of, that was listening to a group of players who know each other, who played together, um, having that kind of more of an insider feel to it. So that like, I, that would be the order I would send people in, I think. Yeah, I would definitely uh, agree. Chase, Chase is amazing. When I first got into, uh, I wouldn't necessarily, necessarily say when I very first got into the game, but once, you know, I started getting online and kind of in the thick of, you know, the community, uh, mm. that's when, you know, I kind of contacted him and, you know, mentioned how I was super interested in becoming like a creator of some kind. My initial thought yeah. was battle reports on YouTube, but um, then, you know, think i've mentioned this in a past uh, episode but i just thought about uh you know the blog talk radio which uh, i used to do for a card game and you know i was like well this is something that not really anyone else is doing whereas there's you know a handful of uh people that are already doing youtube uh like you know guerrilla gaming and whatnot 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I was like, why not? I'll jump into this and see if I can get a good group of hosts that I can rely on. And uh, that was way more than I expected. Uh, you know, when I asked uh, my four uh, co-hosts to, like, help me out every week, I was only expecting, like, maybe two of them at most every week, you know. And But, you know, they've almost all four of them been on almost every single week. So I definitely appreciate you guys. Um yeah, so I would definitely agree. Uh, Chase is definitely I, I the really, kind of head honcho. <laughs> I think that's a really important point as well, though, to, to 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 highlight is that you know you wanted to start something and you asked some friends and your friends have all got involved, right? And that and then you've made what is now one of the you know most looked to um, pieces of content, regular pieces of content that the community has, and it's like a really good resource. And that was this is what kind of what I'm trying to trying to uh, to get newer players to think as well is that they can do these things even it's like cause it doesn't have to be a YouTube channel or a podcast or a Twitch stream or anything like that it can literally be I want to get five friends into the game how do I do that and they look to other content creators who were doing who were just sat there and said right well this is what I wanted to do so I'm going to go out and make it happen um you know you this is, this is how people start gaming groups or tournaments and one small tournament becomes in three years time becomes huge like you know it, it, we we get there by us all taking chances on each other and supporting each other's work and like you know that that's kind of my my kind of life philosophy of pulling everyone else up with you applies to this as much as it does to anything else yeah and uh one thing I wanted to note, even though your channel is kind of dedicated for newer players, uh, you know, I still see it as a place for, you know, anyone that isn't new to go back because, uh, you know, not only could they use, you know, your channel and your videos as a way to help, you know, bring new people into their own community and maybe help them be able to teach newer people in a Mm -hmm. way that maybe they didn't realize before, but also, you know, going back to the basics is always a good way to help, you know, make sure that you know that you're not skipping anything. You know, the basics of pretty much anything is always going to be the building blocks to a great player, you know, the fundamentals. Yeah, no, I completely, I completely agree. And I think it's, um, one of the things, like I said, with the faction overviews, the idea was was they, that they were for new and experienced players, and the the stats that I've been getting from um, so it, it's interesting. The two most popular faction overviews were the first one, which was the Baratheon one, and this latest one, which is the Targaryen one. Um, and what it, what is that strikes me as quite interesting to point out because those are the two factions we still know least about. Those are the two factions people are still experimenting with. And so in a way, everyone is a beginner with them. Um, so the, the fact that we're seeing so I'm seeing so many people come and view these, look at these videos uh, like really quickly and in huge numbers um, suggests that it, it has that, they have that crossover appeal as well. That at some point when something new comes out, we're all new again. Um, so yeah, having that crossover is really important. Yeah, and you know the uh newer players uh will always have a great place to go to with your channel, but like I said, if you're not a new player, definitely check out uh, you know, uh like new player like beginner content cuz you'll definitely learn some things that you didn't uh, you know, kind of realize before. Mm-hmm. Uh what do you think, uh Chris? Well, as far as like new players and stuff go, you know, 
when I first started getting into all this stuff was back when the Kickstarter came out. And I was always a big fan of the books, and I really dig the show and stuff. And then I saw this thing come out on the Kickstarter. I'm like, man, this is going to be awesome. So next year I, I backed it. And, you know, we waited our what, year or whatever until a nice three boxes showed up on my doorstep. I'm like, yes, here it is. And then, I mean, back then we had the luxury of, you know, showing up at a game shop and, uh, hey, let's play this. And then people come over and like, oh, hey, that looks cool. And, you know, can I try it? Yeah, sure, no problem. Now we kind of have, like, what George is doing is, you know, you go on TTS, you're putting up videos, and it's like, oh, hey, people are playing this game. Because that's the one thing for new players is just making sure that they know people actually play the game. Because nobody wants to pour in hundreds of dollars into a game that nobody else is going to play with them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like and I mean that's that, how I got into how I got into it. You, you know, you had it demoing. I had just finished up a game of 40k with uh, my friend, and you know I thought it looked interesting and played the first game of it, and you know instantly fell in love with just how it played. I, th- I think that's a really important point. I think that it's really important, like the idea of demoing it both in person and online. Like YouTube is really, really great because we can show new players that there is a community going, which is one of the reasons why I've been trying to stream the NRG tournament. And I know the NRG guys have been doing that as well. And that's great. But once we're back to, um, once we, I think we, and I think we need to keep that going as well. Like once we're back to shops being open again, we need to keep the online stuff going as well, because a lot of people, you know, what if you, if you're not playing, why would you be going to a game shop, right? We can get other people who are already playing other systems in, but then we're competing with those other systems. Um, And especially, you know, we all know GW players, you know, it's so difficult to get them out of what they're already playing. It happens occasionally, but, you know, they're almost always going to, because it costs so much, they're almost always going to stick with what they've got. Um, So actually demoing it physically is one thing, but I think we need to keep this online content, especially TTS, because, you know, you say to sit there and say to someone, yeah, here, here's $15, buy TTS, that's it, that's all you ever need to do, if you don't want to go any further, but, you know, of those people, most of them will go further and go out and buy the physical models and start playing physically as well, so keeping both of them going, I think, is really vital. Yeah, and like you're saying, like, some people might only go to, like, their game shop, like, one night a week, but they have allotted yeah. for it, and you're only getting that live time. But yeah. if you have free time at night, you know, you can go on TTS three, four, five nights a week and still get your reps in. Mm-hmm. So when, when you do have your one night at the game shop, you're ready to go. Yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah. It's, I, like, it's, I think it's incredible, I, like, especially the new mod, like the new community version of the mod is just like it's so much better than it was. Um, and it's just a really valuable resource that I think – the games that are going to survive this period, and this period is going to go on longer than we think it is. The games that are going to survive this are the ones that switch to TTS strongly. And I think we've already done that as a community. I think we switched over to that really quickly and really well. Oh, yeah, definitely with, you know, the tournament getting to 64 players and then still having an overflow. I mean, that says a lot, especially yeah. because, I mean, it's only been out, you know, what, like a month or two, uh, a couple months, I would say. 
uh, mm-hmm. you know, considering like the patches, you know, I'm sure it was yeah, yeah, way yeah, before yeah. that, but that was the very unpolished version. But I think consistency is definitely key. That's why, you know, I wanted to do the show every week. And, you know, that's why, you know, I haven't missed uh, a single Tuesday and I think it's like seven months going on now, but that's because as soon as you start to kind of waver, that's when the community potentially wavers, you know, your mm-hmm. weekly, you know, for us, it's Wednesday. Um, when you have like an every once a week uh, gaming night and people just start not showing up and thinking, uh, you know, oh man, these people, you know, people are just not showing up anymore. And especially if you get like a couple weeks in a row where no one shows up and you're just like, you know, I'm wasting my valuable game time, you know, showing up for no one. I've had that happen even with popular games like 40K where it's like, okay, it's nights, you know, it's Saturday and it's supposed to be 40K. I show up with all my stuff, which is, you know, a haul. And <laughs> no one shows up and it's like, man, you know, and then I wait there for hours. And whereas if you have that community that is constantly going, then, you know, you always know that you, you know, that not only that, but you become better friends with the people that show up and, you know, you get to know each other. And that's why, like, whenever I have, uh, like, a uh, every day of the week, like, let's say for me, it's Wednesday. Granted, I have class, uh, unfortunately, over the last, like, year for medic class. But Mm. uh, before, I made it a point to always go whenever I possibly could because I didn't want to be the person that contributed uh, to, like, the community falling apart. Now, granted, uh, this is not, like, a guilt trip for uh, anyone out there listening. If you got some stuff you got to get done, I mean, life doesn't wait. You know, you got to get your stuff done. But I'm talking about, like you just sitting there and you're like, man, I just don't want to go. I've had that feeling and I, you know, I force myself to go because some people not, might not realize that you might've been the only other person to go when another person was going to go. And, you know, now that you didn't go, that one person showed up maybe after an hour commute and they they got no one to play against. And it kind of, you know, it kind of ruins the night for them, especially if they've been looking to, uh, forward to it all week. So I guess what I'm just, you know, getting at is try to make a point to always go every week if you have control over it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's important as well because, you know, we become, you know, we, we talk, we use this word community a lot around game systems, but that's what we should be aiming to become is a community that looks after itself and looks after others within it. And, you know, like the health of each person contributes to the health of that community, which, you know, it's about like the reason we call them friendly local gaming stores, right? That's what you want. You want a friendly community that looks out for other people because we all know, we all know, there's, everyone knows there's that, that there's that shop that you went into once and the atmosphere is just like super toxic and you don't, and everyone's just like, they like, they don't just hate you. They hate each other, but they won't admit that they hate each other and everything's awful. Like no one wants that. Um, and so it's up to us, as you said, to keep turning up and keep building, you know, keep building positive relationships with people um, because, you know, we get to choose who we hang out with. This is your free time. You're spending, you know, choose to spend it with people you want to spend it with and, you know, create an atmosphere that helps that. Uh, yeah, I would say uh, I know. Well, there's like another part of that that kind of connects it. So when you have a small community such as like our community up here, uh, 
where we are, there's, I don't know, like 10 or 12 of us regularly, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, like for tournaments, which is pretty good. Uh, but somehow we like branched off into like the indie scene where Brett is. And that's how we met that big teddy bear. Yeah. Uh, uh, so David and I, we've taken, what, three trips down there now uh, and just did their local yeah. tournaments, some of their bigger ones and stuff. And it's been a blast. We've met a ton of people and we've connected our two communities. Maybe not, you know, like weekly, obviously, but uh, they've yeah. driven up here. We've driven down there. And even though it's a couple hours away, it's still uh, possible for us to connect. And now Brett's one of the main hosts on the show. He's one of the biggest community people. Uh, so I think that really helps because then not only do you want to stay in your own community, but you want to experience other people's communities and you'll take those trips if you can. And you'll right now you'll play tabletop simulator with these people when you can, as often as you can. And so instead of it being uh, like, I know in the past for certain game things, sometimes if you keep doing it too much, it feels like a chore almost, especially if you're like your friends, uh, like close friends with everyone. But now it's turning into something that you really want to do. You look forward to it every week. Uh, like Wednesdays, even though it's like an hour drive for me, uh, I was, I was really looking forward to it when I could make it or, uh, our monthly tournaments. I really enjoyed playing them, even though David always wins. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that, that point about energy is really, really, really vital as well. Right. That like, you know, we can all fall into a malaise with this. that You're just going through the motions. Oh, you know, I can't be bothered to play, but I'll go down there and do it anyway. You've got to bring that energy, man. Like you, this, this all stems from us. If you bring energy to people, people get excited about stuff. Nine times out of 10, you, you know, energy is infectious. Like get out. I can vouch for that. Paying. I probably shouldn't be saying infectious in the middle of a pandemic, but you know, there we go. Bring that energy, man, bring that energy and get people pumped up. And if you're, cause if you're excited about something, people get excited as well. And like, you know, everyone loves new, everyone loves new games. Everyone loves playing exciting moments. And if you can make those exciting moments happen, then that's how you hook people in. Oh, I, I know. I've I've used that successfully in the past, and it's always a blast, <laughs> especially when they're as excited as you are about something, yeah, and it feels sure. like you've accomplished something. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know George in person, but just from talking to him, once he's able to start demoing, this guy's going to be an awesome demoer. Oh, hey, you well, weirdly, weirdly, I actually, I spent some time, I, I know you guys are in Chicago, but I spent some time, I was over in Indianapolis, well, in Indiana for a month, a few years back, um, out there on a, like, on a research trip, I was in Bloomington, Indiana, of all places, um, but I came through Chicago and Indy to get there, so I would be more than happy to come back. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> We're not going anywhere, I think. I could be wrong. Depends what so, point comes next. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's definitely true. So, uh, what about you, Justin? Is there uh, anything uh, you think we should add? Okay, so, yeah. So, this 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 episode is about... Uh, new players, right? So let's let's focus on what new players, uh, what someone who's looking at the hobby but they haven't started playing the hobby. What can we tell them to to ease their burden, to to point them in the right direction, to get them the tools they need? Uh, like for instance, what are some of the things you cover on your YouTube channel? Maybe that's what people want to hear right now. Yeah, so I mean, well, I mean, 
uh, I've been having a lot of discussions recently on the Discord about you know how overpowered the Starks are, or or not 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 overpowered is maybe the wrong word, but how dominant the Starks are. So you know, first piece advice number one for new players: if you want to win, play Starks. Um, advice number two is um, try and find people locally. Obviously, that's a bit more difficult right now, but find people locally who either know the game or who or who are interested in getting involved with you the benefit of the the kind of starter set is that it comes with two armies that you can play straight out of the box that's absolutely great third piece of advice is get yourself onto the facebook group and the discord get your immerse yourself in um in the language of it right so i'm coming again i'm coming at this from a kind of teaching perspective like this is what i do um and the way you teach yourself something or the way you learn something best is to, is to immerse yourself in it. And the land, cause the, the game has its own language, right? It has its own language. It has its own kind of grammar almost. And that's beyond just the rules of the game. Like come and it, come and just soak up what people are saying about it. Listen to, listen to the podcast, watch YouTube videos, read articles to read pe- what, what people think about the game and watch other people play because that will that will help you learn the language of the game and it makes it feel less um less because all games when you're on the outside of them can feel exclusive they can feel that you don't know what's going on you feel like you can be shut out of things if you just absorb it all just by kind of listening and, and throwing questions out there that's the way you learn something really really quickly that's what i did you know in you know i've been playing three months and in those three months i've started a youtube channel um so you know like i then i did that just by you know, immersing myself in it. And it was great. And by and large, I've not come across anyone in the community who I, who I would consider to be toxic or whatever. Um, obviously, you know, you might not know those people, but I, I've, I've not come across people who I would consider like that. But what I have come across is loads and loads and loads of people who are just really willing to help people out. Like the people that have come and done the faction overviews with me, they've taken that's come out of their own time. Like, obviously I'm not making any money off the channel, but neither are they. Like I'm not paying them for their time. They come, they come to talk about this stuff because they're passionate about the game because they're keen to help new people because they, they want to show their enthusiasm for it. And they come on, you know, like on Thursday, when you hear, when the, if you, if you go and watch the free folk episode with Chase, me and Chase just got so excited talking to each other about this stuff. And I know nothing about free folk, but now I know loads about them. And me and Chase decided we were going to start um, a, a death metal band called Tormund Giants Bane Thunderfist, like on in the middle of the recording. So you know, like it's 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 that kind of community. You can just you know, people are willing to help, and that that's you should never ever be afraid to ask for help. That's my biggest piece of advice. Okay, yeah, no, that's that's uh, probably like the biggest piece of advice anyone could ever get when it comes to uh, playing a game that they're unfamiliar with. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the things I would say that. Um, like my personal opinion to help new players, uh, I would say find your niche. You know, um, Starks are a great faction to start because they do a little bit of everything, but maybe you don't want to play the faction that everyone else is playing. Like for me, uh, example, I'll just give myself an example. I've started playing neutrals and still basically completely do with the exception of a little bit of Hammer Boys uh, because I really like playing like underdog factions and factions mm-hmm. that nobody else really plays. So that's why I chose them. I don't really... I didn't love the Boltons before the game, but now I kind of love the Boltons. Uh, I, lo- I love my brown plastic models. Um, and then, uh, like, when it comes to actual gameplay, uh, this this game is significantly different to other war games. Uh, I think 
the differences of the things you need to focus on. Uh, don't downplay the the NCU board and your cards win you the game hands down every time. Yeah, that, so, another piece of advice I'd give is bring three NCUs. Always bring three NCUs. <laughs> it's funny you say that because actually, uh, for the longest time here, uh, none of us really were using three NCUs. Uh, yeah, some I know, of us I've started switching it. to it, but like the European um, master seems to have won this discussion. Is bring three NCUs. Yeah, it's 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 good. So, but th- that that piece of advice I think is specifically like. If you're someone, and not saying it's bad or good, like we, we don't play to lose, right? So if you're yeah. looking to win, that's that piece of advice. But, you know, it's a game. We play for fun, right? So first and foremost, you know, find your niche. And then what George said, find a community. You can't, I mean, I guess you can, but like a community is what makes the game, you know, that you can sit at home and play a single player video game all day. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is this is something you need uh, to, to have friends with that you you enjoy spending time around, you know, like if I didn't enjoy Dave's personality or like the way he is probably wouldn't talk to him too much. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that would be like my biggest advice. Uh, You know, find, find what you want. Yeah, I think that's great advice. I think that's really, really great. And I, I agree with you playing underdog factions. I like playing factions that haven't been sold yet, which is why, and, and I like playing guys with massive hammers. So I chose Baratheons. I do like hammers. I, got, I just point love, for a me. Hammer. love a hammer. <laughs> it's a big selling point for me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we could probably move on to... Um, well, we could talk about how to get new players into the game and keep them into the game. So this is sort of two different topics, but they they go together very well. Uh, we could start by how to get people into the game. I think uh, just you know being inclusive, being friendly, uh, being willing to take the time to give those demos. I know I've uh, had plenty of uh, Wednesdays where I gone in and I'm just like stressed and I just want to get some game wants to get a demo in. And, you know, even though I'd rather play a regular game, you know, I'm not going to pass up the opportunity to demo the game for someone. And, you know, not, it's going to, you know, it might rub them the wrong way, especially if they were genuinely interested in the game. So definitely, uh, demos for games is a huge way to get people, you know, to get into the game, you know, tell them uh, how cheap, affordable, and how, you know, fair the game system is. I can't tell you how many times in other games, mostly 40K, where I've just had big arguments with people about rules, like, and, you know, looking back at it, it's like stupid stuff, you know, we're playing a game, why, you know, why does it have to be like a big argument, but, you know, Simon has done an amazing job at making pretty clear-cut rules. I mean, it's not perfect. No game probably ever will be, but it's very close. I mean, granted, the rule book isn't very big, but I I mean, I can only maybe count on one hand how many times I've actually had to go reference, like, the actual rules. Like, I've probably had to reference, like, missions and stuff. But like the yeah, rule book I, yeah, I find myself opening stuff. I find myself opening the game mode book up far more often than the rule book. Like the rule book gets maybe once, once, once or twice a week. The game <laughs> mode book comes open every single game at the moment. Yeah, to kind of yeah, pick you up, Dave was saying. Yeah, go ahead. 
as you know, there's been times that I've shown up to the game night or whatever, and same thing. Somebody's looking for a demo. And it's, it's coming down between, am I going to play a game with somebody or am I going to show this new person how to play? But if you think about it in the long run, by showing this new person how to play and taking some time with that person, you're basically going to get yourself an opponent down the line that hopefully is going to show up every week with you. Yeah, it's worth the investment. It's worth the investment. I think, Dave, what you said about inclusivity as well is really, really important. Like, this is another part of my, like, I mean, my personal politics to basically suffuse everything that I do, and inclusivity is a really big thing in this. And I'm just looking at my YouTube channel stats at the moment, my audience analytics. And I don't know whether this is just based on subscribers or based on available information, but 100% of my viewers are men, 100% of them. And like, what's up with that, man? Like, we need we need to be doing a better job <laughs> of like bringing women into the game. Like, there's, I mean, cause no doubt there are women that play, but why is it that we're not seeing them potentially engage? You? I don't think there's a, um, I don't know the tournament stats off by heart, but I don't, you know, I would imagine it's 99. If it's anything like these YouTube stats, it's going to be 100%, 99% male. Um, you know, it's one of those, it's, these, these are things that we need to be working on as well. This is how you grow an audience. Like I remember being in um, games workshop shops when I was younger or going in more recently with, with, with my partner and people being like, oh my God, there's a woman in here. Like, that's not cool, man. Like, you need, <laughs> this needs to be normalized. Yeah, I, I definitely know the feeling. I mean, before me and my wife had... Uh kids you know she would come with me to uh you know whenever we would play you know tournaments and she you know she wasn't like huge into 40k you know she actually likes ice and fire and she plays that with me but 40k it was just too long you know and the way you know you had to do your whole turn it just didn't really interest her but she would be in there and she'd maybe play another like a different game or like just read a book and you know people would be like why are you here? Like you, yeah, you're a girl. Really weird, man. Like that's that's really that's really off. That's off putting for everyone, man. Like we don't want an atmosphere like that. And so that's like one. I think one of the ways we do that is 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 being more open and making sure that we're being just decent human beings, right? Like you know, men could be such you know, men can be so awful, and like we don't need to be like that. Um, and you know, that, that it puts people off. Like we need to make sure we're being as welcoming as we can and taking the time to be like, you know, regular people, um, rather than your weird, you know, shadowy gamer type who's just like trying to be edgy on purpose, you know? Like yeah. And neck beards. <laughs> yeah. Neck beards. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's call them what they are. Yeah. And, uh, even if you have like strong opinions about political stuff or whatever it may be, I mean, I'm pretty opinionated about a lot of that stuff, but it comes down to being able to kind of separate that from your gaming uh, experience. And, you know, and even if you do get on the topic of something, you know, non, you know, gaming related, just, you know, make sure it's civil, you know, a discussion. And, and I guess, Really, if it and if it's awkward, probably try to avoid it. But if it's welcomed, you know, just be respectful. But mm-hmm. yeah, just inclusive. Even if you might disagree, even if you might know, you know, something that you know someone in your gaming group might believe or whatnot that you disagree with, doesn't mean you can't be friends and have a nice game of Ice and Fire or just any game in general. Um, 
you know, we all kind of have our own opinions, but the best way to just kind of, you know, be a great community is to be friendly and get past that and just, uh, you know, uh, be inclusive. Mm. So the next thing I would say for uh, beginners and whatnot is, you know, once you've done the demo and, you know, you've kind of established that, hey, there's people that actually play at this shop. This is something I want to do. You really want to make sure that talk to your shop, your local shop person, and try to get a day of the week or a set time to play it. And then, like we were saying earlier, you know, like ours happens to be Wednesday, you know, make a point to show up because the people are going to know, hey, on Wednesdays, there are people there that play the game. So it's not like, oh, I wonder if they're going to be there today. No, you make a point to be there every Wednesday. So if somebody shows up and wants a game, they know somebody's going to be there that's going to be able to play with them. Yeah, and one thing we actually uh, did a while back is we have a messenger chat of anyone even remotely in the area, and it's literally just dedicated to Ice and Fire meetups. So that way, even though we just kind of already know that Wednesday is the day that we meet up, uh, you can still uh, you know, message in this chat and be like, hey, I'm going to be at this location at this time, anyone else able to, you know, go. And the nice thing about it being a messenger chat is, you know, people tend to respond a bit quicker than just kind of having like a Facebook page and just posting. Uh, And, you know, you can always mute it uh, if you're, if there's way too many messages going on, but there's, you know, one way that we found, you know, to get a lot of people from, you know, all over the place. And that way, you're not if as long as you're gonna message in there you minimize the risk that you show up somewhere and no one's going to be there and you know you kind of waste all that you know time getting there all the gas money yeah absolutely i think that's that's and that helps that yeah that helps support your store as well right if you're if you're bringing more people into the store they're buying more stuff the store keeps going like that's a really important we're making sure you've got a solid location to to do this stuff from is really really important yeah and definitely supporting uh you know your your local shops because without them you know you don't really have a place to play i mean you could play at home but you're not going to really meet new people doing it that way. You're only, you're not going to be able to expand your player base. And then let's say there's four of you that play ice and fire and you all play in your basement. That's awesome. Uh, I mean, I play in my basement too and other people's basements, but usually it's kind of like secondary to a game place. But, you know, let's say out of those four people, one of them kind of just kind of moves away or they don't really like ice and fire anymore. Uh, and then another one, and now it's down to you and one other, one other person, and then you get really bored of just facing the same person over and over in the same game. And you, it, that's kind of how it, you know, games will go away. But if you keep a, a heavy presence at your, you know, your local game store every week, you know, even possibly, you know, tournaments are a big thing too. I know I'll, there's a handful of people in our group that aren't like super competitive by no means, but we take, you know, one day out of the month, you know, to kind of do a, a tournament and that kind of, 
you know, pleases, you know, or satisfies the competitive players. And then you have every Wednesday to just kind of play casual games. And then you kind of have a mix of, you know, both worlds for, you know, competitive and casual, um, you know, cause Wednesday nights, I mean, we're, we're not like a super competitive uh, group, you know, uh, Wednesday nights, we're not like running all the, you know, most competitive lists that we can, we just kind of go and play. But then when, you know, that one day a month comes for our tournaments, you know, we throw our best lists at each other and, you know, just try to beat each other's face in. <laughs> By well, that, speak- means everyone else plays their best list, and I just throw a neutral thing together and see what happens. <laughs> well, speaking, like of faces, <laughs> speaking of faces being beat in, I think I might have to call it there for me, guys, because it is now uh, 2.56 in the morning, and I am exhausted. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't blame you. So we'll close on there, and, uh, you know, um, if you want to kind of give one more shout out, uh, or one more, um, you know, plug of your channel for anyone, uh, out there listening. Yeah, well, well, I will do. So it's, it's three sales gaming, um, three sales, T H R E E sales, S A I L S wait, S I oh sales, S A I L S. You can tell it's three in the morning. I've forgotten how to spell, um, sales, like on a ship, three sales gaming, um, and yeah, so you can find us there. Um, there is no YouTube link yet because we're not 30 days old. But I really, really appreciate everyone who's come to listen, come to watch all the videos, who's been subscribing. Keep doing that. It keeps letting me know what, what content you're enjoying. Uh, you can find us on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash the number three sales gaming. Um, and yeah, putting out new videos every Monday and Thursday. And um, I hope to see you all soon. And guys, thank you so much for having me on. It's a real honor. Yeah, no, thank you. I mean, you know, coming on this late, it's pretty, uh, it's dedication. Well, it, it's my, it's absolutely my pleasure. I really, really appreciate it. <laughs> awesome. And then uh, I just want to do shout outs for, uh, as usual, you know, support your local game shops. Uh, things are starting to open up certain places. I know our game shop just opened up uh, their sales, like their sales floor, and they're talking about opening up their um their gaming area soon uh but you know do what you can uh to support them you know if it's in within your means to do so um uh, definitely check out uh a song of ice and fire guild.com that's a s o i a f guild.com uh where there's a bunch of uh content creators all collaborating to make you know a, a site where you can kind of find all of the content in one spot uh, site looks amazing, so definitely check it out. Uh, they're going to be doing exclusive uh, content on that page that uh, you'll only be able to find there. Uh, I believe this month is all about Baratheons, and then each month will kind of have a theme uh, from all the different uh, content creators. Um, so yeah, uh, definitely tune in next week. Uh, we'll try to start having our, our topics posted sooner uh we try to save them till you know kind of the last minute just in case something happens and we have to kind of do a last minute uh swap i know uh george you we had planned to have you on a couple weeks ago and then a lot of you know stuff kind of happened but i'm definitely glad oh, you're able to make it tonight Greyjoy spoilers come before me any day of the week that's totally <laughs> fine i'm super excited yeah, about then... Greyjoy. <laughs> Yep, and then we had to cover the, 
the tabletop simulator update. Otherwise, if we waited, then it would have been like the last week or already done. So, but yeah, I definitely appreciate, you know, you're, you know, taking the time to come on. Um, definitely uh, follow uh, Three Sales Gaming, uh, comment, like, subscribe uh, on his uh, YouTube channel, follow him, follow him at Twitter. Definitely uh, follow all the different content creators if you want as much content out there as you can get. Follow, you know, follow us on our page, like and share it out. Uh, that's the best way that you're going to be able to help us at the moment. Uh, we're thinking about starting to do some raffles with some uh, unit boxes that we're waiting to get in that are, uh, you know, hard to find right now. So wait to hear a little more about that once we have it in hand. We can kind of like say, uh, you know, more specifics. Uh, yeah, and thank you all so much for coming on uh, for this show. You know, find a new person out there and you know show them a little extra attention with some uh, with some demos, and you know, and we'll go from there. This is the small council, and it is dismissed. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.